0: Hello, and welcome to All Wings Considered from Bedford Audubon. My name is Alec Nelson, and we're here this week at Bylane Farm, Bedford Audubon's center of operations, where we'll be talking about backyard birds and how you can attract these friendly species in your own backyard. This week, we're joined by Tate Johansson, Bedford Audubon's resident naturalist, who is here to tell us a little bit about the bird species you might expect to find in your local areas. How are you today, Tate. Very good, thanks. How are you, I'm doing well. Well, let's get right into it and start talking about the bird species that we might expect to find in our backyards. So what are the most common species? And then what are a few of the rarer species that are worth looking out for in our backyards?
1: Well, um, most people who, say, have a bird feeder are familiar with chickadees, titmice, Carolina wren. Woodpeckers are some of the species that you know are often visible for the casual observer uh, because they come in readily to to seed or sue it there are often during migration especially uh, many other species and even in a small yard uh, that are just briefly passing through there are probably 25 to 30 species you might expect at a bird feeder many of the warblers are going to be
0: in anyone's yard at some point and they're feeding on different sort of things Right, so there's seed feeders and insect feeders.
1: Right, the insect eaters are much harder to see, most of them, Mm because they're up in the foliage, uh, sometimes in dense cover. Uh, So you may not be aware of them. Um, But some of these species are very colorful, especially the warblers,
0: and really wonderful birds. And we get some hummingbirds around here as well.
1: Yes, yeah, that's one uh, also easily attracted to a feeder, if you put out a a feeder with sugar water, or sometimes uh, certain flowers will attract hummingbirds Mm -hmm. and certainly they're very charismatic and fascinating birds Mm -hmm.
0: so what are the commonalities between the different species uh in the types of foods that they like and how do you go about attracting the most bird species possible
1: just about any bird will eat insects if it gets the opportunity uh so Insects are generally found, for most of these birds, their, their insect food is going to be found on foliage, the foliage of shrubs, trees. Sometimes they'll forage on a lawn for insects, but that's one of the best ways to spruce up a typical suburban yard for attracting birds. And especially shrubs, they're often left out of the typical suburban yard, mm-hmm. uh, which tends to be lawn and some trees very often. Mm-hmm. Uh, There and there are a lot of species who that really are only found
0: in shrub cover and need shrub cover. Mm -hmm. How about bird feeders for seeds? What are some sort of feeder designs you recommend? Uh, I would recommend feeders that can be easily cleaned.
1: That's something you may not think about when you're Mm -hmm. buying a feeder, like you know if the bottom comes off easily so that you can clean it. Uh, it's important to keep feeders clean because they can since there's such centers of bird activity if there is an outbreak of some disease it could it can help spread it. Another thing is you want to think about is how often do you want to be filling the feeder mm-hmm. A lot of feeders are fairly small, and if you get lots of birds at your feeder which you're hoping to do, you may end up having to f- having to fill it every well even every half day sometimes
0: mm-hmm.
1: it doesn 't matter too much whether it 's a globe type feeder or a tube feeder. Placement's the other variable. You want to, basically you want it in the area of your yard with the most habitat, especially preferably near some dense cover that they can escape into quickly. Bird feeders often attract cooper's hawks and sharp-shinned hawks. Squirrels, keeping squirrels away from a feeder uh, is a problem, especially if you're in a wooded area. They're are excellent leapers. They can jump down to a feeder easily. So if possible, you want to keep from putting a feeder underneath tree branches that they could use to leap down. And then to prevent them from climbing up to it, you can put it on a metal pole with some kind of baffle that's typically a metal sleeve or cone-like thing, which just makes it so that the squirrel or raccoon or whatever mammal
0: it is that's trying to climb up can't make it up the pole. Yes. Good. So we've got our ideal backyard set up. We've got the feeders, we've got the shrubs, we're attracting a number of species, and we're looking out in our backyard, and my question would be, what can a person do to be a better birder now that the birds are there?
1: Mm -hmm. If you're looking at backyard birds, the most important thing is probably to learn the common species that are in your backyard all the time so that you can be ready when something new comes along. You can notice it uh, very often. Well, a lot of birds look fairly similar to each other. Um, And in order to to notice something out of the ordinary, you've got to know what's usually around. I think the best field guide is The Sibley Guide to Birds of Eastern North America by David Sibley. And this is the smaller version. Uh, He's got The Sibley Guide to Birds, which covers all of North America. The smaller one with the goldfinch on the cover is a lot more manageable, and it's, an actually, it's actually a field guide that you can take out into the field with you. The other book is kind of big. How about online? There are some nice resources. Um, All About Birds is a nice one. Uh, if you want to delve more deeply into natural history information, Birds of North America Online. You need a subscription for that, but it's really a, a very in-depth, excellent resource if you want to learn anything about any North American bird's natural history. There's the Bedford Audubon Society. Our Mm -hmm. website is bedfordaudubon.org with your bird questions. I would say you really want to learn them. There's
0: no substitute for experience. That sounds like a lot of great ways to attract birds and birds to look out for and how to improve our birding abilities. Up next we have a bit of a puzzler. We're calling it our Chickadee Challenge, and in our Chickadee Challenge this week, we're going to play the song of a bird species that is rare, but can be found in local backyards. So we'll play that for you now. All right, if you think you know what that bird species is, you can visit us on Facebook and you can comment on this podcast and you can let us know what your answer is. Well, I want to thank you, Tate, for being here and talking with us about backyard birds. For more information on backyard birds, this podcast, or the Bedford Audubon Society, feel free to send us an email at info at bedfordaudubon.org or check out our Facebook at facebook.com slash Society. Thanks again for talking with us, Tate. A pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for listening to All Wings Considered, and we'll see you back here for more burning ideas very soon.